when I finally let go, and I mean, I let go. Like last year, I was so happy to walk out of 2022. When the ball dropped on, on 1231, I literally started bawling. Mm -hmm. And it was like this entire grieving process of just the hardest year of my entire life. Like every single thing in my life was rebirthed last year. Hi friend, welcome to the Cup of Chels podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Holden, the sober mentor, spiritual life coach, speaker, author, and intuitive guide. Around here, we value self-leadership and taking radical responsibility to create alignment in all areas of your life. This podcast was created to inspire and empower you while giving you tools to release toxic relationships and habits and create total transformation. Through the shades of sobriety, I guide you to come back to your natural state of being, creating inner peace, deep satisfaction, success, and ultimate freedom for total alignment. Use this time to get into the energy of big love, soak up the wisdom and magic, and let your curiosity lead you, taking what resonates and leaving the rest. Now, let's get into today's show. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Cup of Chels podcast. I am so excited because today we have my friend Holly Burgess on and she is our first guest for 2023. I'm so freaking stoked and I can't wait for her to just share more about this journey, this inner work, her entrepreneurship journey, leaving the corporate world, all the beautiful things, all while keeping an open heart throughout the process. And just to give y'all a little little bit of background on Holly. She works with conscious companies and personal brands to build lasting legacies through visionary business strategy and energetics. She built her own legacy through her sales and marketing career, multiple successful business ventures, and deep study, integration, and embodiment of tools that stand the test of time. While becoming a sought-after business strategist, Holly has led on a journey of rebirth and liberation from the upper limits she'd placed on herself. So others can do the same. She integrates energy medicine into her work using her extensive training as a certified shamanic practitioner and Reiki master to help her clients align with the business vision they build together. Oh my gosh. Holly, you're just a freaking powerhouse. Can we just like say that? I'm so stoked to have you on the show and for everybody to just get to be in your energy and connect with you. So welcome, my friend. Woo! I am so excited to be here. And yeah, I, you know, it's always funny when you hear your own bio read back and you're like, wait, <laughs> most days I'm just a girl trying to record <laughs> podcasts and Zoom calls without dogs barking and <laughs> living life. But yeah, yeah. I'm so excited to be here and share a little bit about my journey. Yes. Yeah. No, I totally get it. When I hear other people read my bios too, I'm like, dang, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> I forget about this sometimes, you know, and I think that that's so normal. And also it's just such a great reminder that we 
all have been on a huge journey and it's so important to take moments throughout our week, throughout our day to just like reflect back on all that we've done. So we all had to start somewhere and I would love for you to just kind of paint us a picture of your journey and where you started, how you got into the work that you're doing, even like the shamanic practitioner part. I know you're a Reiki master on top of it, like just how it all unfolded. Take us on a little journey. Yeah. All right. Let's go on a journey together. So as I'm sure you gleaned from the bio, I am a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I have several businesses and you know they all light me up and sometimes they blend together. Sometimes they don't. My main trick is marketing and business strategy. And I also work in energy healing and retreats. Sometimes, like I said, those things all come together as one. And more than anything, I see myself as an ascending soul here to lead with my heart open, you know, and that's for myself. It's as I grow and I look back at all the versions of myself, it's in my marriage with my soulmate of 15 years. It's in my household, even with insane dogs. It's with my clients across my businesses and for the collective as we raise the frequency of the planet. And, you know, I got here through essentially three stages. My company is called Heartwork, and I didn't know what that meant when I started my business. And these days, I definitely know what it meant. But that looked like three stages for me. You know, I started out as an entrepreneur in 2019, and I started a marketing agency. I leveraged what I was known for. My career was across industries. It was always connected to sales and marketing. I was a marketing consultant in local media companies for the last five years of my corporate career. And then I built essentially marketing strategies for everything from mom and pops to multi-billion dollar corporations. So for me, the natural next step becoming an entrepreneur was to leverage that experience. And so I started my agency uh, that was founded back in 2019. And, you know, I started it with this whole idea that I was going to work on myself and I was going to take better care of myself. And about two weeks in, I was like, well, I don't know how to do that. So I guess it's going to go hard. <laughs> So I immediately just started building a big company and, you know, honored to say, like, we did crush it out of the gate. My team and I served like a ton of businesses within a couple of years, had huge growth and, you know, all in the midst of the beginning of the pandemic. So it was definitely crazy times. That led me into 2020 and really working with people who were seeing what was and wasn't working in their lives, as I think that we all did in 2020. So I started working with a lot of people who really weren't in their calling. And that's really what led me to business coaching. I'm a natural investigator. So, you know, when I saw that the website, the social, the SEO, the ads wasn't always the problem. I got really, really curious about the rest of the pieces. And at that stage in life, it was the clarity and confidence in how you lead and who you serve and what you want. And that's really what brought me into coaching. And then from there, as I navigated my own healing journey from, you know, everything from chronic pain that came about after I lost 172 pounds, I had weight loss surgery back in 2017. And that really was probably the beginning of my healing journey. You know, it really cracked that shell that I had built around myself open and showed me everything that needed to come out. So that was really when I got involved in my own healing. 
and really working through things. And at the same time, really saw these things mirrored in my clients. And that went from therapy to EMDR and then to the door of a shamanic healer. And I had no idea what it was all about. I was not spiritually expanded in any way at that stage of my life. And I literally said to her, I don't know what you do, but I know you can help me. And that led me on a whole journey, you know, through my awakening, through my healing. We sold our forever home, quote unquote. We <laughs> sold 90% of our stuff. And, you know, that is really what led me to becoming a healer. And that became part of my work. Sometimes, like I said, sometimes it's part of what I do. Sometimes it's not. I choose to show up and serve and let spirit guide, let the divine guide what is supposed to happen. Sometimes I literally am just doing strategy for people. Sometimes I'm doing strategy and then I'm working with them on my marketing agency side. And sometimes I am doing healing work, either connected to business or not connected to business. Wow. So freaking beautiful. I love that. Thank you for sharing so vulnerably of just your journey with us and just like painting a picture. And I love that you broke it down in the three stages. And one of the pieces that's sticking out for me is the name of Heartwork, first of all, and how I'm just curious, like, At what point, I know you said after your weight loss surgery that you were really cracked open. And so was it, do you feel like it was the shadows work that came into play that like cracked your heart open at that point? Just kind of paint a picture of what heart work means to you and how you would describe it for somebody that may not be connected to their heart. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So first of all, the name came from a Bible commentary. So Mm. that can tell you right there how much I've changed over the years and expanded. And, you know, the way I express my spirituality is completely different now from then. And I had no idea. I had no idea what it meant. I literally thought at that time that it was really about like me doing things that were my passion, like hard work, right? And I thought that it was going to reflect the same for my clients. And then as we've gone down this journey, you know, it's taken on so many different meanings over time. And I really don't think that my heart was cracking open when I lost the weight, because what actually led me to chronic pain was literally just posture. I became, and I was talking to somebody who is a specialist in the nervous system recently about this when I was on her podcast. And what happened was I literally folded my body over myself. I would always sit with my legs crossed and I would sit really, really far forward and Mm -hmm. have my arms crossed. And at the time I saw it as like, oh, well, I'm not comfortable in my body. This must be why I'm doing this. And then as I continued down the healing path and really like learning myself and understanding who I am and understanding the things that needed to shift, I realized that it was entirely that I was protecting my heart Mm -hmm. and I was protecting my body because I didn't know how to be in it. Like I had had this shell that I had built to protect myself. And when that was broken, I didn't know what to do because like you said, there were so many shadows underneath and my heart was just so filled with resistance and fear that I really just couldn't even, I, I couldn't even let myself be heart forward, right? I couldn't actually be standing up straight and letting people see me and leading with my heart. So now when I look back on this journey, I'm like, wow, how did 2019 Holly know to call her company Heartwork, Mm. 
you know, and I share a lot about like, sort of like we started with sort of the entrepreneurship, but it, to me, it's exactly the same. My entrepreneurship journey is like completely in tandem with my healing journey. It's exactly the same thing. And I look back and I'm like, okay, so this is what you were trying to do. And here four years later, <laughs> look at who you are, look at who you've become. And you have learned that you have learned to be able to lead with your heart. You have cleared a lot of those shadows. I mean, shit, I'm going to be on the healing journey until the day I die. <laughs> and then I'll be in the next lifetime. But at the end of the day, like I have done so much of the work that has allowed me to be able to receive, to be able to walk through the world confident and encouraged and being able to lead with my heart and have an open heart to receive all of the beautiful things, the relationships, the money, the clients, you know, all of the things that we all desire. Mm. Oh my gosh. I just like, I have like chills all over and I can genuinely just feel your passion for this. And like the, I don't know anybody that's listening, I'm sure you can feel that too. And that for me is what leading with our hearts is all about. You know, it's yeah. allowing ourselves to be vulnerable and to soften. And this is so funny. The universe just brings messages to you over and over and over again. And you start to like really notice these patterns. And recently for me, it has been softening. It's mm -hmm. been softening. It's been surrender. It's been trust and faith and, and, even though I consider myself to be a very faithful person, and I believe that that's the foundation that we have to stand on, it's just another layer of it. It's another deepening of it. It's another deepening of our own embodiment through this work on ourselves. And recently, like recently as of this weekend, the message for me came through so clearly of, Chelsea, you've been strong long enough. It's time to be soft. It's mm -hmm. time to soften. And I'm like, okay, okay, I get that. And oh, I'm like getting emotional even thinking about it because it's like, what does that look like? You know, and for the first time, I think I wasn't in my head with asking the question, what does that look like? Show me up here. Yeah. It was more like, okay, I'm ready to see, like, show me here in my heart what that looks like. And what's coming through, and I know it'll keep unfolding for me, is just like, it's the surrender piece. It's truly just like, you know, I think in the coaching industry, we hear a lot about receivership and and just allow and, and receive and, you know, be in your feminine energy. And it's like, okay, great. But like, how do we do that? You know, when we're so conditioned to be in our masculine, if I look at my human design chart, I'm, I have a lot of masculine energy. I'm a Leo sun sign. Like it's all this fire and we get along so well. Yeah. <laughs> it's all this fire and like drive and ambition, which is beautiful. But at the same time, it's balancing that and learning to lead with our heart. So do you have anything to just kind of share or riff off of like what I just said? Because for me, it's, is this softening piece that I'm realizing this is what is going to open up the doors to receivership even more? Yes, 100%. And I just want to hold space for that for you. It's the hardest thing to do. It's literally the hardest thing to do is to open our hearts. And it's for good reason. And it's not just from what we've walked through in this lifetime. It's from our genetics. It's from our lineage. It's from past lives, if that's in your belief system. It really, it is a collection of every experience that is in our DNA, that is held in our soul, right? And there's so many that go so far back. We're not 
not fighting, you know, off bears anymore. We're not running <laughs> from bears anymore, but we still have that in us. We still have that reptilian brain, that part of our brain that tells us to fear and just the things that we walk through. And that's why, you know, I speak a lot on entrepreneurship. It's obviously so big a part of what I do and work with a lot of people on, but ultimately like it's all the life journey. It's all the same thing. And when I look back, that's really what entrepreneurship showed me is like, how can you let go of this pain, right? Like, how can you let go of this pain and heal from this? And really, every time you feel resistance come up in your heart, make the decision that you're going to let it go. Make that decision of, okay, like I I can let this go. I can open up again. I can open up again after somebody, you know, the client lets me down or I don't get the opportunity or, you know, the relationship doesn't work out or, you know, all of the navigation that we go through in life, all the things that we are constantly feeling and seeing. And, you know, life is just such a journey and it's ups and it's downs and it's never going to be all of it. And I also love that you spoke to the feminine I think that we tend to demonize the masculine in coaching mm-hmm. and I don't, um, you know, like I'm, I mean, I'm right yeah. there with you, sister. I'm a Leah rising. I'm an Aries sun and moon, all masculine fire energy. Like it is just, that is who I am. And for me, healing my masculine energy was just as important as letting my feminine come in because the masculine actually is helps my feminine feel she can flow because then she feels safe. Right. So I love that you spoke to that and it really is a journey. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's such a beautiful journey. And I think that, you know, I went live a little earlier talking about this piece of surrender and this foundation of faith and it's learning to embrace it all. And I think truly like, as you were saying, you know, entrepreneurship and life and the healing journey, of course it's connected. I mean, everything is so connected, you know, and entrepreneurship is probably one of the scariest, most real, most raw things that anybody can do. And that's why a lot of people don't last long in this field, whatever field you're in, when you're going to work for yourself, because it takes every bit of you and it's going to bring about all of your parts and it's learning to love yourself through all of it. Truly like love the shadow parts, love the shit that comes up and give yourself some grace and also know when to kick your masculine and gear and be like, okay, we've, you know, we kind of taking it easy for a little bit. (laughs) You know, we do have to have some structure and some support to, you know, here to like keep moving forward, Chels. That's, that's my inner dialogue the last couple of days. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just, you know, it, it is such a beautiful journey. And I think that oftentimes we can forget that, like we can forget that living a a full life means that we navigate it all. We navigate the ups, we navigate the downs, the ebbs and flows. And overall, what I'm experiencing right now on my journey is releasing of expectations, you Mm -hmm. know, and I felt like you hit on that a little bit when you were speaking to, you know, maybe the client letting you down or the opportunity not coming like you thought, right? It's just learning how to set our intention and then release how we expect it to look, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
I love that you brought that up. I walked through. So as I alluded to earlier, you know, my 2020 or 2019, 2020, even most of 2021 were really good years of life. There were, I was definitely navigating stuff and, and healing and going through things. But when I look back, you know, 2022 was like, whoo, you are in deep, like dark night of the soul vibes all the way. And it was the hardest year of my life. And I look back at what I was trying to build and what I was trying to do in business and what I was trying to do in my personal life and all of the things and how nothing felt right. Nothing felt like it was really working the way that I wanted it to work out that year. And like you said, like letting go of the expectation, letting go of how it has to look. We know that's such an important part of manifestation, but yeah, say that to me all the time when you're in it, like you're in it and you're like, no, no, like I cannot see any (laughs) other way. Right. And (laughs) I swear, like when I finally let go and I mean, I let go like last year, I was so happy to walk out of 2022 when the ball (laughs) dropped on, on 1231, I literally started bawling Mm -hmm. and it was like this entire grieving process of just the hardest year of my entire life. Like every single thing in my life was rebirthed last year, Mm. my marriage, my family relationships, my business, my personal life in general, like everything, everything changed and shifted through the healing work that I was doing. And it was like, it was supposed to happen, obviously. And I'm so grateful for it, but it was the hardest thing I've ever been through. And I look at what has changed and literally like I walked into the new year of 2023 and everything shifted because I shifted, right? I shifted myself. I surrendered the outcome. I surrendered what it had to look like. I stopped having expectations and literally feel like I'm getting everything that I want now mm. because I'm not after it looking the way that I thought it had to look last year. And it really shifted the whole paradigm for me. And I've seen oh. it before, but then when we're in it, we don't notice, right? Like when we're in it, we're like, no, it's never going to change. Like it has to be this way. And if it's not, clearly I'm going to fail at everything and life sucks, you know? But yeah. Like- <laughs> being on the other side of it, it really can when you shift into that surrender and you're just like, look, I don't even care anymore. Like I laid it all to bed last year. Like I had an ego death of even being an entrepreneur. I'm like, I'm not attached to that. Like, I don't need to be like, I'm an Mm. entrepreneur. Like this makes me special. Like it's fun. Like I love the freedom that comes with it. I love that I'm able to create creations, you know, that that serve the world. Right. And I know that it's the best way for me to serve the world versus working for someone else. But ultimately, like even laying that to Mm -hmm. bed, you know, and just being like, okay, like, look, I'm here to enjoy my life and I'm going to live it and I'm going to serve and I'm going to show up every day. And I'm going to have to trust that the things that are supposed to line up for me will, and really getting into that space proved to me that it does. Mm. Oh my gosh. So freaking powerful. It's so (laughs) powerful. And it reminds me of once we make that decision, like it it truly gets to be just fucking deciding. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's a big piece that I pulled out from what you just shared is like, you decided, like you decided that when that ball dropped, like you're fucking done. Like you already knew you had the intention set, right? Like leading up to that. But then it was, it was that decision that fucking letting go that was able to just get the ball rolling and like build the momentum into where you are now. So I'm so curious now, like what, what shifts have you seen 
this year. I mean, we're not even halfway into February. I feel like January was a whole year of itself, like in a beautiful way. (laughs) I don't know about you, but it's like, whoa, wowzers. And so I'm just like, I'm curious, like what you have seen shift for yourself and what your, you know, intention is for the rest of the year. Yeah, beautiful. So, you know, I look back at last year and I'm so grateful for all of them. I'm so grateful to have done so much work on my core wounds. It did teach me to learn to lead with that heart open. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, it helped me rise above identifying with all the stripe I was going through. And and really, like you kind of touched on choosing and committing, deciding that I was going to stay open and that things were going to change. And what I was really caught up on last year is, you know, I had stepped into my healing work and I had this just feeling of responsibility, right. To bring this work to the world because it was so powerful to me. It was so important in my life and I had studied it so deeply and just a a little bit of a background. So shamanic work is really, it's first of all, shamanism is like a very misunderstood term and shamanism is the roots of our core idea of connection to our creator and our gifts. Mm -hmm. It existed in every single culture, every single continent across the world for thousands of years. And, you know, a lot of the work has has just been through history and and what was really wanted to be preserved versus what didn't want to be preserved by those in power essentially you know some of those cultures just didn't you know hold on to those secrets you know the keeping of the secrets of the ancient ways and so i look at shamanism in general and it's it's so beautiful because it's it's truly when you look at all the different cultures all the different continents across the world everyone was doing the same thing because nobody was teaching them. They didn't have phones. They didn't have the internet. Like they were truly just tapped in and connected to their own faith in in the divine, like in however they happen to define our creator, however they define spirituality, right? So same practices, but across continents. So that's super, super cool to me. And it, it really is, it's heavy energy work modalities, and it's based around your chakra system and what's called the luminous energy field, which is a multi-layered energy field. And so it's the practice and the belief that everything that ends up happening in your emotional body and your physical body starts on the energetic level and working through those layers with people and working on intentions based around traumas and different core wounds and different core fears and getting to that heavy energy and helping to release it. So as I stepped into this work and I felt like such a responsibility to it, and it was so important to me, I really just started leading with it, right? And when I look back, one of the lessons that I've learned through it, if there's other entrepreneurs listening to this, don't make your brand any modality. Don't make Mm -hmm. your brand anything that is not just like who you are, like, because that is what your brand is. I don't even love the word brand because I think that brand really correlates with corporations and like how they show the world what they want to see versus when we're leading a personal brand, like we're showing the world our leadership and our legacy, right? Mm -hmm. Like that is what our brand quote unquote is. So make your brand who you are, right? It's not about any modality, any tool that you learn, any training that you have. It's just who you are, like this totally unique, you know, piece of source energy that exists. Like you are not like anyone else and you don't need to lean into anything as your brand. You can, you know, speak to some of the things that you use, but that's it. 
So then when I looked at that and I looked at who I am, who I lead, right? And one of my biggest brand values, my biggest core values as a person is unity. Like I want to see the world come together. Like I think that probably anyone who listens to your podcast does too. Like Mm -hmm. we really, we want to see more of, you know, people just coming together and not really caring how we're different, caring how we're the same. Mm -hmm. And so thinking about sort of like who I am and who and what my values are. And one of those being unity and then thinking about who I serve and then my greatest gifts and literally business is the baby that I can't put down. Right. So I, at one point last year was even like, maybe I'm just going to do healing work because it's so powerful. But then when I really looked back, I'm like, no, your greatest gift is really helping people find deep, deep clarity in business because you've, I mean, literally when I was a little kid, I was coming up with advertising slogans. It's just who I am, you know? That's awesome. <laughs> so I leaned back into like what I love the most and sure enough, like all the doors opened. It was crazy. Like I leaned into my, my greatest gifts and what people really needed from me because businesses succeed when we are ourselves, right? And when we are like truly serving in our greatest gifts, but we have to make sure that those greatest gifts are connecting with what our client thinks they need the most. So when you connect with what they think they need the most, and then you end up, you know, sharing that gift with them, then they trust you. Right. And then Mm -hmm. you have an opportunity to serve them in different ways. And my energy work is, first of all, I learned that I couldn't hold space for that full-time period because it's a lot. It's very intense work. It's working with some deep traumas. It's working with some deep core fears and core wounds and beliefs. And so now I lead back with my business work, which is what I've always done. And now that is essentially become feeding, you know, like it's begun feeding all the other things that I do. So I think that when we really can tap into, okay, what am I here to do? You know, leading us back to leading with your heart open. What am I truly here to do? What is my greatest gift? And then of course, I'm going to have a bajillion other things that I do. I'm multi-passionate. I think Chelsea, you're a manifesting generator too. I'm right? a generator, but when the you generator? first, yeah, when you said multi-passionate, I was like, oh, she's an MG, isn't she? Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, I think that when we really tap into what are those greatest gifts and then we're just like, let's go, like, let's lead with that. Then we can really connect with the people who need us. And then they're going to need us for other things too. Yeah. Ugh. So freaking good. It's so freaking good. I think we, I know for me, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I can get lost when I find something that is like so exciting for me. And it's like, yeah, like I want to go all in on it. And one of the conditionings of generators, I'm not sure if this is the same for manifesting generators, but I know for for us as generators, it is like we go all in and then something doesn't work. So it's like, okay, stop, scratch, start from ground zero. And then we got to start all the way over again. And it's like, when we think about how we've built momentum and then we put the brakes on and then it's like, we got to start all over again. And that for me up until recently has been my entrepreneurial journey too, of just like, go stop, start over, go stop, you know, and it's just, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. But I love how you just put it into perspective of really like, what is my truest gift? Anybody that's listening, like, what is your gift? What lights your soul on fire? And how can you serve people best with that gift? It kind of makes 
a no brainer at that point. Right. You know, and of course there's the strategic pieces in the marketing and, you know, all of the other pieces that come into actually building a business side of things alongside of doing the inner work and the healing, because you can't have one without the other. Like truly, I believe that so much because as we stated earlier, like it's just entrepreneurship is going to bring up all your stuff. Yeah. And and we have to navigate it at some point because if we push it down, it's just gonna come out sideways anyway. It's gonna get all messy. <laughs> so yeah, might sure. as well, might as well clean it up in this lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right uh, there with you, girl. Oh my gosh. I just I want to thank you so much for just sharing again, like so vulnerably about, you know, even just last year and how difficult that may have been for you, because I think especially in the entrepreneurial space and especially in the online space for entrepreneurship, like people just don't talk about it enough. They don't talk about how difficult it can be or how we can, we, you know, still have to show up in our business to have a business when we're going through difficulties in our personal life too, you know, and to be the example of, being vulnerable through that, the softening, leading with the heart through it all is truly what creates that unity for us all too, to remind us that we're not fucking alone on this journey. And the more that we share our stories like this, and the more that we connect with others, we realize that we're not alone and we're not made to do it alone. And we're always supported. Yeah, 100%. And and I'm happy to if you know, if it helps one person feel less alone, if it helps one person know that one little shift can shift everything. And sometimes you're just literally walking through a season where your higher self is teaching you really hard lessons, you know, and mm-hmm. just knowing that it will end, like knowing that things will shift. <laughs> because when you're in it, and this speaks to, you know, like, it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur, if you are going through a hard season, and you think it will never end, like I truly did not think like everything felt out of alignment and I didn't think it would ever end and it did and it was little shifts it was that big surrender and then it was little shifts of oh you know what like this is what people really need from me and well what if I gave them exact you know it's an old adage in marketing and you know I should know better but at the end of the day we all have to walk through lessons no matter our background and you know like the old adage in marketing is you know sell what they want and deliver what they need. Yeah. And so, you know, that's what I do. Like I gain, I work with people, I help fill the need that they've got right now. And then as we gain trust and as we get to know each other, then they can explore and see what else I offer. And, you know, so yeah, again, it's just, if you're going through a hard season, if last year was hard for you, if this year started hard for you, it will shift. It will shift. Yeah. Look at what's not in alignment. Look at what's not going right try to see it from a different view. But, but again, that big surrender that man, like release. <laughs> yeah. Release. Absolutely. Oh, such a beautiful conversation, my friend. I just adore you so much and I'm so grateful to have you on and to just be connected with you. And I know we'll stay connected and I'll get to celebrate 2023 being a beautiful year for you. and you as well and you as well thank you so much so for anybody that's listening if they would like to work with you or connect with you how can they do that I know you've got something special we're going to put the link for all the links to connect with you in the show notes oh kitty I see a kitty cat yes that's Savannah oh nice (laughs) she graced us with her presence I love it (laughs) yeah just share all the fun ways people can connect and work with you 
Absolutely. So the easiest way to get started with me is really one of two things. Check out my website, hollyburgess.com. I do offer a 30-minute gifted strategy session for anyone who is interested in working with me in business. And I am Holly Burgess on all platforms. I spend most of my time on Instagram. I also have a podcast, Business Energetics with Holly Burgess. Uh, Chelsea has been on the show with me. So check that out for sure. I love her energy and we recorded a beautiful episode together. And I have some other exciting things coming up as well. I think I'm going to do a small mastermind starting in the spring equinox, also planning possibly a small retreat in Sedona this year. So mm. a lot of exciting things coming up, but if you feel any soul resonance with me at all, feel free to reach out, whether that's just to send me a DM and say hello, or whether it's to book a, a strategy session or anything in between. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Thank you, friend. (laughs) And to everybody else that's listening, thank you so much for tapping in. If you know that this episode is going to be a beautiful listen for somebody you know, don't keep it a secret. Please feel free to share it and connect with me and connect with Holly. Let us know what your biggest takeaways are from the show. Tag us on Instagram. And until next time, adios. All right, my friend, we totally did it. Thank you for taking time out of your day to hang out with me and listen in on today's show. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, leave a review so you don't miss out on any of the magic and any of the goodness that I am bringing your way. If you know that this episode is going to be a great listen for somebody, then don't keep me a secret and be sure to share. Also, I love to celebrate with you in real time. So tag me at the Chelsea Holden on Instagram and Facebook and let me know you're listening in. Until next time, I'm sending you so much big, big love. Adios. Thank you.